Good morning. Today is the second Sunday of our sermon series, Road Trip. Last time we talked about how we have to hit the road to start our journey of discipleship. And today we will hear a title, the message titled, Worth Stopping For. Let us pray. Oh, gracious Lord, we thank you for the beautiful weather, and we thank you for your presence. As we are about to hear the message that you prepared through my mouth, Lord, guide my lips and tongues, and help us to have open hearts and open ears so that we may hear what you want us to do. Thank you, Lord. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. When taking a road trip, sometimes the journey matters as much as the the destination. Every road trip includes two types of stop. First is a cannot miss a stop along the route like a rest area where where we can get some rest or eat or feed up on gas. Second is an optional stop which is not necessary, but can be worth stopping for. Usually when I take a vacation, I like to plan everything out so that I can avoid unpleasant surprises. But have you ever been on a trip and made an unplanned excursion that made your trip so much better? Six years ago, I went on a road trip with my parents and with my sister. We had a plan to go to Niagara Falls. We rent a car and we packed everything for the trip and we hit the road. If you are driving, it usually takes about seven hours to go from New Haven to Niagara Falls. On the way there, my sister suddenly suggested that we should take a detour and go to see Thousand Islands. She said, I had heard the place is so beautiful. So I asked her where it was exactly. It was on the way to Niagara Falls. And then she paused and she said, well, not really. Looking at the map and we saw that going there would add about three hours of driving time. So we discussed a a bit about whether or not stopping at this park was going to be worth it. In the end, we made the decision to go and see the Thousand Islands because my parents were visiting from South Korea and then we didn't know when they would be able to come back to USA and travel with us again. It turns out the visiting the Thousand Islands was a great decision. We got on a cruise and we got a tour of the islands. And you have been there? Thousand Islands? Yeah, you know what I mean. The the islands were beautiful. The many islands made a beautiful scenery. Looking at the different and unique houses built on the islands was another fun experience. 
My parents liked the place a lot, and it made me happy as well. On road trips, we do not question the don't miss stops, like a gas station or restaurants, because we need gas and we need to eat in order to complete the journey. But when it comes to those optional stops, we are not sure if those stops are worth taking. We want to know if it is the right things to do. It is the same with our faith journey. In our journey of discipleship, we also have two types of stops. The first are those don't miss a stop. It is a time when we stay still and listen to God and connect with God. This stop is a necessary stop to fill our empty soul. The second are optional stops. The times when God nudges us to stop for God's people and for God's mission. Whenever we encounter the type of stop in our faith journey, we question, it is worth stopping for? Philip, from today's scripture lesson, experienced this type of stop on his journey to Gaza. Before we go into deeper of the story of Philip, let me give you a little bit of background into this guy named Philip. This Philip was not the apostle Philip who was one of the 12 Jesus disciples. But this Philip was known as the evangelist Philip. When you read Acts chapter 6, you see the story that the early church was growing despite of the persecution against the Christian follower, I mean, I mean Christ followers. The, the apostles realized that they couldn't handle all ministry on their hands because the numbers of believers were multiplying. So they selected seven of the most faithful men among those believers and assigned them to specific ministries to care for the poor of the Christian community in Jerusalem. And Philip was one of them. <clears throat> in Acts chapter 8, Philip heard an angel of the Lord and he went on a road to Gaza. On his way to Gaza, he saw a guy sitting in his chariot and reading the scripture, the prophet Isaiah. Then the script told him, go over to this chariot and join it. And he stopped and he joined the guy. You may say, oh, that's nice. Yeah, Philip listened to the spirit and stopped for him. So what? In order to understand Philip's stop better and why it was worth stopping for, we need to understand who the Ethiopian eunuch was. 
The Bible describes this Ethiopian guy as a eunuch. He was a servant of the queen of Ethiopia. We do not know his name, but we do, uh, but we do know that he had traveled all the way from Ethiopia to Jerusalem to worship God. Although the scripture does not tell us what, what he experienced in Jerusalem, we can make some assumptions. When the Ethiopian eunuch arrived in Jerusalem, he probably quickly realized that he would not be welcomed by the Jewish community. Not being a Jew was a strike one. According to Deuteronomy, no one who has been emasculated by crossing or cutting may enter the assembly of the Lord. Being a eunuch was a strike too. As a foreigner, he was not allowed to go into the temple either, according to the sign that was on the temple gate. Archaeologists found a fragmentary sign bears a warning it says that no foreigner shall enter within the forecourt and barristrate around the sanctuary. Whoever is caught will have himself to blame for his subsequent death. The Jewish folks were serious about this. Being a foreigner was a strike three. The Ethiopian eunuch probably came to Jerusalem because he wanted to learn more about God and he wanted to be a part of the faith community. But there was no room for this man who was a triple outsider, a gender variant foreigner from a racial minority. The Ethiopian eunuch must have been confused and felt rejected on his way back home. Philip could have just passed by and ignored the Ethiopian eunuch like the other Jews in Jerusalem. According to Jewish law, we know that there was no good reason for Philip, who was also Jew, to stop for the Ethiopian eunuch. Nevertheless, Philip stopped for him, as the Holy Spirit asked him to do. And when he did it, the stop changed someone's life. Philip reached out, reached out to the Ethiopian eunuch and asked him if he, if he, would, uh, if he understood the scripture that he was reading. And Philip kindly explained the meaning of the scripture that he, that he was reading and, the deliver, and delivering the gospel about Jesus to him. That moment healed the eunuch's wounded hearts. And the scripture says, when the eunuch saw the water, he commanded the chariot to stop and he asked Philip 
to baptize him with the water. And the Ethiopian eunuch became a believer of Christ. Isn't that amazing? I think it is an amazing story. I do not know if Philip questions the request to stop for the Ethiopian guy. It would be understandable if he did, because he was a sincere Jew. No matter what was his mind, what I want to emphasize here is that he did stop. And that stop not only changed the Ethiopian eunuch, eunuch's life, but it may have contributed to making the whole country of Ethiopia known to Christ through this Ethiopian guy. Brothers and sisters, in our faith journey, there are times when God nudges us to stop for his people and for God's mission. We are not sure if it is worth stopping for when God does that. Because we have so many things on our, pl on our plates. We are busy with our families, and we are busy with our work, and even with our ministry. But when we stop what we are doing, and do as the Spirit directs us, God uses us and our stop to impact someone's life and to transform someone. You might have had the times when you wanted to speak to strangers on a train or on plane. You might have had the times when you wanted to call someone all of a sudden or to visit someone and you, find, and you found that the person you called was in a desperate situation and needed your prayers and your help. That happens to me sometimes. I get a feeling that I want to call someone that I haven't heard from for a while. And when I did it, when I do it, I find that the person was very sick or was in a hospital. Or I find the person was having a difficult time with family relationships or by loss. What strange timing. If, if you ever had that kind of feeling, I would say that was God's knowledge. A few years ago, all of a sudden, I wanted to check in on an elderly couple who left my previous church due to their health condition when I got appointed to that church. So I called them and then I made an appointment for a visit. I didn't know how serious their health condition was. When I visited the couple, I found that the lady had a stroke a few months ago and her husband was in hospice care. He did not talk but was lying in bed. I spent time with them a bit and prayed over them and then I left. A few days later, I got a phone call from the lady 
that I visited. And she said, her husband passed away on the night that I visited. And then she told me that my visit was comforting and that she was thankful for my visit. Brothers and sisters, in our faith journey, there are times when the Spirit directs us to stop for people and for God's mission. And we ask ourselves if it is worth stopping for. Because most of the time we found ourselves busy with other things, with our careers, with our families. So we feel that we have no time to stop for others. But remember, our journey of faith should be different from what the world asks from us. To be the top, to be the best, it is okay to step, take a step back for others. We have to stop. We have to stop for people. We have to stop for our friends. We have to stop for our church friend, family. We have to stop for our community and for our neighbors. We have to stop for even for our strangers. We have to stop when spirit nudges us. If we do not stop, we never know what they are going through, what they are struggling with, and what they are facing. And we never know how much it will impact and transform someone's life. So let's stop as God nudges you for people and for God's mission. And let me tell you, the stop that you make, it will worth stopping for. Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you for the message. Thank you for the story of Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch. Help us to have open minds and open ears to listen to you when you nudge us. Help us to stop for our friends, for our neighbors, and for our community, and for those whom we do not know. So that they may know, they may know you, Christ, and your love through us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.